the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the word? Praise him. This is Pastor Pearson at Word of Faith Christian Center here in San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast that I pray is being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee you that you'll be blessed today. So, without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. We're sharing a powerful message with you that's called Our Response to the Word. God's Word shares with us awesome things that God's willing to do for me and you. Things that'll flat out be a blessing in our lives when it actually happens in the lives of me and you. But even though God sends His Word to share with us all the things that He's willing to do for us, it's also important for all of us to understand that, that it won't happen automatically for me and you. We have a part to play in whether or not the things God said he'll do will actually happen for me and you. The key to our having what we heard in God's word is our response to his word. If we don't respond properly to God's word, then we won't experience the awesome things that we saw and or heard in God's word. That's why it's so important that we learn to respond properly to God's word so that what God's word says can happen will actually happen in the lives of me and you. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Our Response to the Word. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. Now one of the things I love about the word is the word won't leave you. Word will come right and be right there with you while you're in your perdition waiting for you to reattach yourself to the word, bring it to you so it can begin to start taking you back out again. But if I draw back, the father, shake your head, has no pleasure. Why? Because he wants me out. I want me out, but I'm not doing what's necessary to get out. And that's what happens to so many believers is that they claim they want what God has. They claim they want what to get out what God to get out of the stuff that they don't want to be in. I don't even want to be in this stuff no more. And then and God knows what you have need of even before you ask him. And he already has the word sitting there waiting on you. But then when you ask him, he will reveal the word to you so that you can see it's all you got to do is, 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 is now accept it and it will take you up out of your situation. But if you draw back, you draw back unto perdition. Thank you for a second. Y'all get him a hand for helping. This right here is going to demonstrate to you what happens with believers. Because, see, yes, we draw back. But notice it says draw back unto perdition. Can I explain something to you? In the body of Christ and in the things of God, you're only going one of two directions at all times. You're either going up or you're going down. You're either going up or you're going down. God's trying to rise you up into ascension. 
so that you can be in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. But notice it's with Christ Jesus because you lock hold to the word of God that God sent. That's Christ. The word that God has sent, you lock in with him. He takes you to heavenly places so that you can be seated at the right hand of the Father right next to him. So that you can be far above all principalities, all powers, all the rulers of the darkness of this world, spiritual wickedness in high places, all the mess, the stress, and everything else that will cause you not to be blessed. Take you up out of it. Now, as long as you hold fast to the word of God, you'll stay there and you'll be far above all the mess. But the moment you stop going up, you start going down. In the things of God, the moment you let go of what God said, you slide back into the position that you was in before. Now, when I throw this thing up in the air, y'all tell me which direction it's going. Okay? When did it start going down? The moment it stopped going up. Do it again. When did it start going down? The moment it stopped going up. Imagine if this was holding on to the word of God. That as long as it holds on to the word of God, it goes up. But the moment it lets go of the word of God, it comes right back down again. And notice it comes back down and it hits hard. If it just goes up a little bit, the fall is just that much. But if it goes up, the higher it goes, the harder the fall is. See, some of y'all been in this thing since Babcock. <laughs> Folk that's been around, they know exactly what I'm talking about. And y'all been hearing a lot of word. You know I pumped some word up in this piece. That's why the Lord said, no, stop. Before you teach anything else, teach how to respond to my word. Because there's folk that he should be in heavenly places right now. This is the billionaire church with the millionaire minister prophesied by God over us. They're supposed to already be, that should have already happened already. This is supposed to be a place that puts out ministers. We're already supposed to be ready, just about ready to begin to start founding churches. But it can't happen because folk keep letting go of what the word says to be able to go back on into their own individual lives in their individual ways. They want to operate according to their fears instead of faith. I'm teaching real good right now. They want to deal with selfishness rather than the love of God. And people whom God has taken up higher keep letting go. And they end up right back. And great is the fall and great is the destruction. Can I give you another reason why the Lord is telling me to teach this right now? It's because he has great things planned for people to go higher than they've ever thought about going before. But he's going to take you places you've never been before. But the moment you let go of this word, great's going to be the fall. There are great plans of greatness in store for y'all. But on the other side of the camp, Satan has great plans of destruction. And how you respond to the word of God was to determine which camp's going to win out in your life. What's going to happen, whether you're going to be the one that goes, everybody say it with me, everybody, the one that goes up or down. That's going to be your choice. Because if you hold fast to what it is the word of God has to say, you'll keep going up in life. Let it go, see what happens. That's why he says, my soul has no pleasure with the one that draws back. Because why? They draw back unto perdition. The death, the destruction that we learned about already, that's what we draw back onto. And it's so unnecessary. When God has already provided what's necessary for us to be able to take and go to the places he has in store for us. Turn to St. John chapter 1. It gets good right here. Pay attention. Have an ear to hear what the Lord is going to say unto you. And I guarantee you, you're going to be blessed. God said, I don't have no pleasure in folk that draw back. None. No, I don't care who any man, if any man draw back, I ain't pleased. Why? Because I can't get to you what I want to get to you. I can't get you to the place I have in store for you. I'm trying to lead you and guide you, but you won't go.
starting in John chapter 1, verse 1. It says, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. Some things were made by him. A few things were made by him. How many things? Watch this now. Not only was all things made by him, but without him was not anything made that was made. The hymn that it's talking about is the word, which was in the beginning with God and was God. Without the word, nothing's made. So you want this wonderful life made for you? You want to make a wonderful life for yourself? The Bible says without the word, you ain't making it. Because everything that's made is made through the word. Does that make sense? Satan doesn't make anything. Can I talk to you? Satan doesn't make anything. He only perverts what God makes. He doesn't make anything. He perverts what God makes. God, when God makes it, it comes alive. When Satan touches it, it dies. When God makes it, it comes alive and it's vibrant and it continues to grow. When Satan touches it, the growth ends and it begins to descend. Because, the mo- because God's about life. God's about taking you higher. And the moment you let go of what God is about, you're automatically going to drop. There's no ifs, no ands, no buts about it. You become separated. The moment you let go, you become separated from your life source. How many ladies up in here like flowers, cut flowers, getting cut flowers? I know a lot of ladies do. A lot of ladies like getting cut flowers. But yet at the exact same time, cut flowers are really a, a, a representation of death, not life. Not trying to crack on your cut flowers or nothing. I'm just telling you how it actually operates. They're representation of death, not life. The reason why is because they've already been cut off from their life source. As beautiful as they are right now, stick around them. They're going to wither. It's one of the reasons why I teach up in this place that you ought not even think about getting married to a person before unless you've been with them for a minimum of one year. Amen. Because you want to find out whether they connected or disconnected to the living God. Because if you stick around them for a little while, you get a chance to find that out. I'm teaching real good right now. You get a chance to find that out. Amen. Amen. Because if they're disconnected from their life source, you'll be able to tell. It won't take long. Why? Because you're going to watch them keep falling. You're going to watch them wither. They fine in the mug right now, but they're going to wither right before your very eyes because they cut off from their life source. Stick around. And you don't want to marry nothing dead. People don't go to, 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 cor- to, to the places where corpses are to pick a, a spouse. Does that make sense? Could you imagine what kind of fool would walk up in the midst of a mortuary? And say, hmm, he fine in a mug. The person would tell you, fool, he dead. Yeah, but that's all right. Maybe, maybe if I take him to church, maybe he'll get saved. Isn't that what folks say? Maybe if I take him to church, drag his butt up in here. Because that's what you got to do to somebody that's dead. Drag their butt up in church. And they're like, you're just dragging them up in here and then plop them down in the seat. That's why they head all over to the side. They're sitting there like, how long he going to be here? That's how dead folk act. I'm teaching real good right now. You don't want to hook up with nobody dead. You got to prop them all up at the, at the altar. When the, when, the, when, the, when, the, when the preacher tell them what to say, you got to tell them. Tell them, tell, tell them, tell them I do. You be trying to throw your voice over into them and stuff. This ain't no ventriloquist act. You don't go there to get nobody. Because stuff's already been separated. You got to find somebody that's holding fast and locked in with the word of God. Because that's the one that's going to have life. And you hook up with them, you'll go places and you'll get higher and higher. Other than that, you're just going to have to deal with death. We was back in John chapter 1. It says in verse 3, all things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life. That's the word. In the word is life. The word is life. So I can't understand how people hear the word and sit there looking like they baptized with pickle juice. Because in the word is life. When you, I mean, when you, it's like, it's almost like, give me more. 
And the life was the light of men. Not only is it the life, not only is it energizing, but it also shows you where you're standing and shows you what, next, what direction to go in next. We already learned that. Shows you where you're standing. And when you get seen where you're standing, you get excited because you got life now. Like you're like, I'm, I thank you. I just realized I'm with a corpse. Now I know my next step. Drop this dead fool. Because the only reason why they're still there is because I'm holding them up. But notice this. It says in, a, in, in verse 5, and a light shineth in darkness. And the darkness comprehended it not. That word comprehend means understood. Which means that because it didn't understand it, it drew back. Comprehended it not. See, one of the problems, can, I, can, can we talk? One of the problems in the body of Christ is that we're trying to comprehend God's thinking without receiving his word. We're trying, to, we're trying to get it to match our thinking. That's a better way of phrasing it. We're trying to get it to match our thinking. So if it don't match what we think, we're like, oh, no, see, no. And then we draw back. But we draw back onto perdition. But see, God don't need you to try to match your thinking with his. Your thinking don't match with him. Isaiah 55 tells you that. It says, my thoughts are not your thoughts. My ways are a result. My ways are not your ways. God, it ain't. It ain't. East side of Detroit, ain't. It ain't. My ways ain't your Why? Because my thoughts ain't your thoughts. And when our thoughts ain't his thoughts, that don't mean that we're supposed to then turn around and say, well, pff, that's it. Like, we smarter than him. No, we're supposed to realign our thoughts to be able to match his thoughts. But darkness don't do that. Drop down to verse 14. Gets good right here. My God, it's going to get good right here. Verse 14. Whoo, I'm excited because I already know what I'm going to say. Verse 14, (laughs) the word was flesh, was made flesh and dwelt amongst us. And we beheld the glory, the glory of the only begotten of the father, full of grace and truth. Look at that. Look at that. So God tried to send the the world in the word into the world. But when he sent the world into the world, the world that couldn't comprehend it, he said, look, I'm going to change this thing up a little bit for you. It's the same word, but I'm going to have it encapsulated in flesh which means I'm going to give it within parameters that you can recognize and comprehend. I'm going to send it to you in a way that you can recognize and see it personified, that you can be able to see how this thing operates and how it should be. And that word was made flesh and dwelt amongst us. And look what one of the things that was going to be the results as a result of it, that we will behold his glory, the glory of the only begotten of the father. And he came full of grace and truth. We learned that those are the two things necessary to be able to defeat the works of the devil that uh, was operating in this world. And that's grace and truth. My God, Jesus came packing with everything necessary in order to be able to get us out of the clutches of the devil and to be able to set us free to go live out the life that God wants us to live. Well, the same way it occurred with salvation is the same way it occurs with every part of salvation, because salvation is not just saved from hell's fire. Salvation is not just becoming a family member of Christ, of God. That's not the only thing salvation is. Salvation includes healing, wholeness, soundness, deliverance, comfort, peace, prosperity, protection, and a lifestyle resurrection. All these things are available to you in Christ. And if you want to get them, you get them the same way that you got your original salvation. And that's that you hear what God has to say, believe what God has to say, conduct yourself according to what he has to say, and then you'll receive what it is he has to say. That's why it is so important for us to be able to make sure that we 
uh, 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 by the way, and when we do that, then we will behold his glory, his glory in the midst of our finances, his glory in the midst of our relationship, his glory in the midst of our lives and every area and every facet that we're in, every place where we use this word, get involved in this word, lock in with this word and hold fast to this word and do not cast away our confidence. It'll have opportunity to manifest in your life. That's why he tells you, hold on to it and don't let go. Why? Because it's got great recompense of reward. Pastor, I've been doing this for the last three weeks. Do it until you get it. Don't stop. Don't let go. Don't drop it now. Why is that? Because it's about to pay off. Are you listening to me? It's about to give you what you're after. That's if you lock in with what it is God has to say and don't let it go. God's looking for people who will not let go what it is he has to say so that he can be able to do what it is he has to say and not come see, come solve fair weather Christians that's just accepting it for the next three minutes. Like, Lord, I give you 1.5 minutes to be able to pull this miracle off. I'm going to pray in the name of Jesus. I'm going to and then be looking and seeing whether there's manifest. I knew it wasn't going to work. No, it didn't work because you knew it wasn't going to work. Because the Bible said, be it unto you according to your faith. Are you listening to me? Not your fake actions. Because so many believers are just going through the motions, but they don't have the right motive nor belief that God is going to do what he said he's going to do. They just doing it like it's a hocus pocus Alibaba and the seven thieves. How many, how many thieves was it? Forty thieves. Alibaba and the forty thieves. Trying to get with God as a you can't hocus pocus God. Amen. <laughs> Try to attach in the name of Jesus under any kind of ignorant thing. Oh, he fine. I want him in the name of Jesus. That ain't how it works. You said if I pray anything in your will, you give it to me. No, no. Read the rest of the scriptures. Holy <laughs> God, precious. No. <laughs> anyway. He come full of grace and truth. But look what happens. Verse 15. John bear witness of him and cried saying, I mean, he said it loudly. This was he of whom I spake. He, he that cometh before me is preferred before me for he was before me. We are learning that where preferred means it, uh, uh, considered higher. It says, and of his fullness have all we received and grace for grace. I love this because God says that when you hold fast in this word and when you receive this word, then it'll allow you the ability to be able to receive of his fullness. And it'll turn around and cause it to occur from grace to grace. That literal phrase, that literal phrase, that literal phrase, <laughs> grace for grace, praise God, in the literal, in the literal Greek is awesome. When it says grace for grace, <laughs> My lips got all caught up. Did you hear him? (laughs) It literally means grace instead of grace. Grace instead of grace. Now, this is powerful because when he says, I'm going to give you grace for grace or grace instead of grace, what God does for you is that as long as you hold on to the word of God, it will keep taking you from one level of grace to another level of grace to another level of grace. That's as long as you hold fast to what it is that God said and hold confidence. So what ends up happening is that you don't just receive one thing from God and then that's the end of it. No, you'll keep receiving from God and God will keep pouring into your life more and more and exchanging one thing for another. Like for instance, every single one of you who've been believing God and trusting God are operating in a level of grace right now. But that's not the end. God's got more in store for you. And if you just lock in with the Lord and stay there, he will then come and replace that grace with some more grace. But that more grace is going to provide more of what it is that you're waiting on until you eventually get to the fullness of what God has in store for you. 
As long as you lock in with him, you'll get the fullness. But the fullness comes in increments. It doesn't come all at one time. Usually it doesn't come all at one time. It comes in increments. Yes, I can show you in the scriptures where people receive their healing just like that. Yes, I can show you in scriptures where people receive provision just like that. Yes, I can show you, but I can show you a whole bunch more that didn't. Are you listening to me? It comes, the Bible teaches us that the Bible says little by little does a man increase. You go from grace to grace. You know, everybody want to be millionaire overnight. No, don't hook up with places that's going to try to tell you that they're going to make you millionaire overnight because you're going to be broke overnight. Are you listening to me? Because they got playing upon the lust that's on the inside of you, which is an out of balance desire so that they can be able to take you for everything you got. God takes you from grace to grace, from glory to glory, from grace to grace. And he exchanges one grace with another. I remember, I remember, I remember, you know, I'm dating myself now. I always remember this one show I used to watch a long time ago. In fact, it was called Let's Make a Deal. Let's make with Monty Hall. Praise God. Let's make a deal. And what they would do is that they might call your name out and stuff like that. Like they might say, Rodney Pearson. And then I'd stand up. I'd have some silly outfit on usually, you know, and I'd be like, ah, and I'd run up to Monty Hall and stuff. And I'd be like, oh, because I know I want something. Just because they call my name, I want something. And then Monty Hall would put in my hand, he said, Rodney Pearson, here are the keys to a ski-doo. And I'd be like, woo, keys to a ski-doo. And I can't use it, praise God, but hey, man, I can, I can pawn it, right? no, for real. I can sell it. I, I get over with a ski, keys to a ski-doo. And then the curtains open up, and it'd be a brand new ski-doo. And some long-legged pretty girl say, you know, you know she did like that, and it'd be the ski-doo, and she'd run a hand down the side. And, and then I'm like, ski-doo like a mug. I'm like, I got a key-doo, a ski-doo, a ski-doo. But see, it wasn't over. That wasn't it. It wasn't like he would just say, now go sit down. Because what that show did was provide you an option and an alternative to be able to exchange that for something else. So what they would do is Monty Hall would then tell you, see, he said, let's make a deal. He said, if you have option to be able to move up to, and then another curtain over someplace would open up and another girl would step back, and she'd show you a brand new yacht. And I'd be like, all right, now see a yacht I can use. Praise God, because I ain't falling off no ski dudes. Praise God. Put me up in the middle of a boat and stuff like that that I'm safe on, and I'm good to go. Are you listening to me? Praise God. So I, I could work with the yacht thing. But what I had to do then with, with that show, what I had to do was make a choice. And I have to make a choice that decides whether or not I'm going to relinquish and let go of what I have and then see by chance what's going to happen. Now, in that case, they used to have sometimes when they would then, if I relinquish it, I said, well, I'll give you the keys, Monty. And he said, okay, which door do you choose? Door number one or door number two? And then I might say, door number one. My, that bad boy might open up. It might be a booby prize. Are you listening to me? It might be some little jacked up thing, like some little boat, little rubber ducky that I use in the toilet or something like that. Not toilet, bathtub. <laughs> we want to throw down the toilet, praise God. <laughs> brother don't play in toilets. So don't be thinking like, what kind of church you bring me to? That brother play with a rubber ducky in the toilet. No, I don't. <laughs> Glory to God. It's in the bathtub, praise God. I don't play with them there either, praise God. But anyway, I know... Because <laughs> I, I, hey, I'm in the spirit. I'm in the spirit, baby. I heard him. He might not be in the toilet, but he said he'd be in the bathtub. Not with no rubber ducky. Praise God. But anyway, but that might be my booby prize. It might be a jacked up prize that I get. And I miss my opportunity to be able to get the thing. See, God doesn't work like that. With God, it's a sure thing. With the Lord, all I got to do is hold on to this keys of this could do and enjoy this could do for now. But if I stay in faith, God has intention to be able to take me from skidoo to a bigger boat, to a bigger boat, to eventually a yacht, to eventually a fleet of yachts, to eventually the, the, the island to be able to take the yachts to. Come on up in here. He's going to take me from glory to glory, and he's going to exchange one thing for another. 
That's one of the reasons why the Bible teaches you despise not small beginnings. Why is that? Because grace has already begun in the midst of your life. Well, that's all that we have time for today. We trust that you are blessed for what the Word of God had to say. I hope you're seeing that our response to God's Word is key to our receiving the things that God told us about in His Word. I hope even more that you're becoming more inspired to respond properly to God's Word so that all that God says in His Word He wants to do will actually be received and enjoyed by me and you. I hope you're learning to respond properly to God's Word. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. But it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and check us out. Word of Faith Christian Center is located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 645, Saturday afternoons at 430, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. If you need a ride, we'll be glad to come and get you. So come on through. I guarantee you, it'll be a blessing to you when you do. And to all our married people in San Antonio and surrounding areas, I've got something that'll bless you and your marriage. We invite all the married people in San Antonio and surrounding areas to come out to our Covenant Partners Fellowship on this Friday. It's a monthly marriage seminar that God has brought here to San Antonio that'll help the marriages here in San Antonio. It's a monthly marriage seminar that you don't have to fly away to or pay half your pay to go to. It's free, and it's right here in San Antonio just for you. It's an evening out for the married people that's done on the third Friday of every month where the wildest wedded folk in San Antonio and surrounding areas come together in a casual atmosphere and have food and fun and fellowship and get a powerful word from God that'll help you take your marriage to another level. So come on through. You'll go from being married to happily married, I guarantee you. There's no charge, but a free will offering will be taken. It starts at 7 p.m. and it lasts until, hey, it's a night out. You don't need to find a babysitter because child care is provided at no charge. Need a ride? VIP transportation service is available for this too. So come on and spend one evening out of the month investing in your marriage so that it can be as good as God designed it to be and get even better than you ever thought it could be. Whether both of you come or one of you come, just come on through. You'll be so glad you did that it's with or without your boo. By the way, your boo is the one you married to. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we're in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.